Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Larey. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LaRay. I'm a lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Oh, my goodness, Whispers, it is so good to be in our safe zone this afternoon. I have to tell you, this week for me has been beyond words. It's been so hectic, but it's been so good this week. I've had such powerful discussions all week, so you know I'm kind of hyped up to be in here today and this afternoon in our Whisperers Lounge to birth another dynamic discussion. So don't forget, I'd love for you to call in with your questions at 516-595-8091. Again, that's 516-595-8091. And you know, Blog Talk Radio always has our back. So you know they've put in a live chat box in each and every one of our episodes so you can drop your questions, your comments, If you need your girl to reiterate something, you know to drop it in there, and I will definitely, definitely get back to you. You know, Whispers, I have to ask you, did you get the cocktail or the mocktail of the episode? Oh, if you didn't, you are missing it. I have to say, this has has been one of the best. I think every time we come in and we get a cocktail or a mocktail, it's always one that is for uh, such a greatness and it has a good effervescent kind of feeling. But today's cocktail mocktail, it is fire. So, you know, if you didn't receive it, you got to subscribe to our newsletter. There is a live link in the description box, so please make sure that you click it and join our VIP, you know, exclusive newsletter. I'm telling you, there's some dynamic things in there, some things coming down the pike that you're not going to want to miss. So are you ready to get into today's episode, Boundaries in Your Relationship? Woo! I know, take a sip of your cocktail, just the title in itself. So, you know, I like to start all of our discussions off with a clear meaning or an understanding. So let's get the meaning of boundaries, okay? A line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line, okay? So let's say this again, boundaries. A line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line. Okay. So even with that definition, you see it's pretty clear what boundaries are. So whispers, I always think when I hear this word, it takes me back to when I was young and my parents set such clear boundaries in what I could and couldn't do. And some of you all may have some of the same memories. And some of the same feelings. So we will, you know, even dive into some of these things. But also, you may even have clear boundaries that you've set with your own kids. But now we're going to step it up into our relationship. So we'll dive into the importance of setting boundaries in order to create a strong foundation for healthy relationships and marriages. Now, notice I said that the boundaries are going to help in making a strong foundation, a strong foundation. I'm looking forward to building and providing practical advice, real-life examples, and even some resources to help you learn how to establish and maintain those boundaries that will foster respect, trust, and understanding in your relationship. Foster. I want you to really take note of the words that I have really chosen to place into our discussion today. 
And I tell you guys a lot of times to really pay attention to the words that I choose because I put them in there for a reason. And sometimes when you allow yourself to really kind of meditate or ruminate on those words, you get a deeper essence of what I'm bringing forward or what the discussion is going to birth. See, whispers, you may or may not even be aware of the importance or the importance of self-care and how to identify and honor your own boundaries and needs to keep the to sustain your healthy relationships. So how many of you all are aware that, you know, if you don't maintain your self-care and put those boundaries in place, that that can even be harmful to your relationship and it can start to become unbalanced and even start to tilt a little too much. Mm. See, remember we had that discussion on self-care, not being selfish care. See, all the master keys come into play. And I tell you all the time, don't forget your proverbial keychains when you come into the discussion because you're going to need them because they all tie in together. I told you, we always make sure that it connects, that those that circle keeps going because I want to make sure that you're building upon all the necessary tools and assets that I'm giving you. You know, we can hear a lot of things, but if we're not putting it into play or into practice, how does it benefit us? But how does it benefit our relationships? And how does it resonate with our partners? See, is it a luxury brand? Is it mid-level or is it bargain basement? See, all the master keys are coming together. See, this discussion is another one of those pillars you need to make sure that the beam or that load-bearing beam in your home is going to be secure. Because, you know, if you know anything about building and you know that if it's a load-bearing wall and they they remove that beam, your whole house will crumble. It will come down around you. And it's the same thing that these are the load-bearing beams that we're talking about now and we're placing in to your structure. And if those beams are not secure and not placed in correctly, they cannot really take the burden that will be placed upon them. And then everything just goes to rubble and gets to be just a mess. See, these discussions are so powerful and so dynamic that I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to really build this this discussion and even if it was going to be too much to pack into the discussion as well. So as we go along and how I feel about it, we may have to make it a part two as well because I don't want to overload you with information either. So we already have next week's uh, show already put into place. The titles, everything is up on a site so we'll have next week's show but if we have to come and we have to do a part two it'll be the following week so we'll see how it goes as we build out this discussion today so i have a simple truth i have to tell you all okay um lean in just lean in a little bit and listen very closely okay because i'm, I'm gonna even lower my voice so i know you're paying attention see All healthy relationships have healthy boundaries. Did you catch it? Did you hear it? All healthy relationships have healthy boundaries. Yes, Whisperers, you know, healthy relationships and healthy boundaries go hand in hand. They aren't restrictive. They aren't limiting. They aren't demanding. They provide freedom to express your needs and values while honoring the needs and values of your significant other, your husbands, your wives, your girlfriends, whomever, as well as yourselves. That's what those boundaries do for us. It's almost like that uh, climate control. It's almost like your thermostat, if you think about it, right? When we have a thermostat, we can control the climate in our homes. 
So think about people that live in places that their community kind of um, is in control of their heat or in control of the air conditioning, and they can't turn it up or down, and sometimes it's not cool enough, and sometimes it's not warm enough because they don't have control over it. So in turn, when we have that control, we can have it set at a temperature that is just right, or we can move it up a little bit that it makes it perfect, that we're comfortable and able to really kind of flourish and be able to move around and be okay in our homes as well as in our relationships. See, it's funny, when this discussion comes up during sessions with my clients, Many times I find out that the couple haven't really had any real or realistic uh, boundaries that they have in place, you know, from the time that they began dating. Not since they've been married, but it started from when they began to date that they didn't have any boundaries in place at all. And, you know, this turns out to become a very serious issue. And... Even for, as far as it goes, their engagement and different things that they want and expectations, they haven't really put those boundaries in. They don't even put those those conversations together and connect it. It's all, I love you. No, I love you. But the realistic fact that you have to move past that because all those emotions are wonderful, but when do you start to get to the real essence of a relationship? the real meat and potatoes, as I like to say. Then, you know, they walk down the aisle, and all of a sudden, everything implodes. And that's why everybody says, oh, you know, your first year of marriage. If you make it your first year, that's pretty good. But, you know, it's the first five years, believe it or not. Your first five years are really going to let you know how it's going. Because you're still developing with each other. And even even when you have placed certain things in place, and I know couples that come into couples counseling prior to getting married and working with them, you know, you really don't get to know really everything about a person until you are married to them and you are together 24-7. And then you get to see certain little nuances and certain little things, and then you realize, wait a minute, I don't like when you leave your socks in the bathroom. You got to put those things in the dirty clothes. This is one thing you cannot do, you know? And those conversations start to be having and had and anger is established, you know, like what is it with you that you you can't put the shower curtain inside the tub? What is that? Oh, I can't put the curtain in there, you know? So, but there's conversations that need to be had prior. Little things that we don't think of and don't think are necessary are the boundaries that we have to start to set and really be realistic about it. See, Whispers, I need you all to also realize that when you set real boundaries in a loving way that honor not just ourselves but our partners, it also helps in being an essential antidote to codependency. It helps with uh, physical and mental well-being. And it aids in longevity of our relationships. Codependency, mental well-being, longevity. That's what we want. We, We want these things to be eradicated, the negatives to be eradicated, but the good to be kind of brought to the top a little bit further and to really bubble forth. You know, I want us to take this discussion even a bit deeper. So before we start to open up the doors and the hallways, and you know what, I'm, I'm telling you something right now, this discussion might even blow open the windows today. Because the corridors, the hallways, the little secret chambers, they all need to be unlocked for conversations like this. Because, see, it requires a deeper essence of ourselves when we are placing boundaries in place. Boundaries that safeguard and respect and honor each other. So before we really dive headlong into this, 
I think this is a good place to hear a word from our sponsor. La Paz Image Consultants is your full-service international luxury agency working with clients from the inside out. If you're ready to ignite your passion, tap into your signature style, build on your relationships, then you need to book your consultation today at www.lapazimageconsultants.com. La Paz Image Consultants, where everything is fabulous. Welcome back, Whisperers. So before the break, you know, we heard why it's important to have boundaries, but we need to step into the discussion further, and um, we need to talk about it. We really want to talk about, like, what boundaries look like in a marriage or in a relationship. And some of you all may have a clear idea, but others may not. So I always tell you at certain points this is a good part to, like, you know, pin mark the episode as well as, um, you know, come back to listen. So it's 3.16 p.m. on the East Coast right now, so we're at that 3.16 right now if you want to come back and listen to a certain area. So our boundaries are as unique as the couples that we are. And each couple has a certain way that they set up boundaries, and it could mean from how they are going to deal with little things from who's going to do the grocery shopping to who puts away the groceries, who bathes the kids, to anything that is a part of this life that you're building together. So even thinking about this and even thinking about our discussion that we had the other week about effective communication, So boundaries need to be set even with regards to communication when you all are upset with each other. Oh, yes. Now, this one here, this one here seems to be one of the biggest problems that I see when I work with clients. See, it can be as simple as you aren't going to yell at each other. It could be as simple as, I do not want, you know, any kind of vulgarities or being spoken down to and that you don't call each other out of each other's names. See, when we place certain boundaries in place in communication, see, remember, communication is really one of the true pillars of that Beam that is supporting your relationship. So boundaries in place with communication is so vital. It keeps our discussions respectful. And we honor each other in just deeds and words. And when we speak to our mates in a loving manner, even when we are totally in a disagreement or don't feel that we're being heard or understood and we don't fly off and yell and call each other names and use horrible language, it allows the mate to also step back for a second and to recenter, refocus, so they now can even Speak into that mate that is so irate, but validate their feeling and de-escalate the conversation. That the communication now stops being so volatile and it stops being so agitated. Because, see, somebody has to have the sense of mind to step back. And step, instead of stepping in and stepping up. And sometimes it's hard when we are in that space and place. But see, that's where we need those boundaries. And it could be even that we set a boundary that we are not going to do this. We are going to give each other, even if we're in the highest point and so upset that we're going to give ourselves 10 minutes and then we'll come back to it. 
But see, we put that boundary in place for a reason. And now we're honoring it. Imagine if you never have this discussion and when you have your first disagreement, you both are yelling, saying ugly things. Everybody's just, oh, you storm one way, she storms another. The children may be sitting on the floor kind of confused, like, what just happened? And then everything is just, oh, chaotic. And the feelings that go into this and the hurt. Don't forget, you can't take words back. You can't take them back. You can't snatch them out the air. When they hit the air, that's it. They hit that air and it penetrates immediately. And now you have another problem. And so you're apologizing and you're hoping that the person will accept the apology and forgive and not let those words keep to fester and ruminate. Because, see, don't forget, words can hurt you. So boundaries on communication are necessary. See, another boundary that I see a lot of times that are crossed is personal privacy. Now, this area is something that can be somewhat sticky. I'm going to be honest with you in all honesty, and I'll, I'll tell you why exactly. See, if you have a tendency to be secretive or questionable, this can cause an issue when it comes to personal privacy. You know, if your mate has to feel like, you know, I spy, there's going to be some question there. And you want to establish trust that you don't have to have the passwords hidden. You don't have to have the secret code words or whatever you all got going on with this privacy issue. Because sometimes these things happen, and I've heard some really interesting things. I, I mean, really interesting things. You know, you don't want it to be where you are constantly on the watch list of your mate. Because your mate doesn't have to be your babysitter. And vice versa, you don't have to be your mate's babysitter. But you do have to have some transparency and you do have to have that honesty there so the personal privacy is not an issue. And it does not become the stumbling block in your relationship. See, when you establish clear boundaries, when it comes to your personal matters, is where you can be transparent and allow your partner to know you can be trusted and that they don't have to be concerned and that those red flags can be actually put down and they are no longer red. They are just neutral. And there's no, you know, signals going off for anything. But don't forget, if you are a person who has broken that trust, or you have broken that boundary with your mate, you have to do the necessary repair, which means that you have to be transparent. You have to be forthwith. And you also have to make sure that you are doing things that is causing that red flag to start to lower. But if you're still moving as an op, as they say, then you have a problem. So then that boundary that may have been there and respected is no longer there because guess what's not there? Trust. Trust is one of the biggest factors when it comes to our personal privacy, when it comes to our personal space because nobody wants to be overwatching you. You've got to do that with your kids. You got to keep them safe. You got to make sure that they're on that right path. They're not associating or on certain things and people that aren't supposed to be in their DMs or not in their DMs. But that's not what you are supposed to have to do for your mate. And if that's what you're doing, you got to sit back and now you have to ask yourself why? And what boundaries have you as a person? put into place and space 
So now that it's not a cause for constant conversation and mistrust and no trust. And, well, I think I trust, but I don't really know if I do. Because, see, that's not a boundary that we want to cross. And that's not something you want to establish but then break or reestablish and re-break and reestablish, ugh, the pattern, the yo-yo effect, get off it because it's not going to work. So when we establish these boundaries, they're in place not just for us. They're in place for our mates and our loved ones that we can move forward with. So, you know, a lot of times we all are just always trying to move in a way that is always going to bring that trust and that comfort level to our our, our families. And you got to be willing to reestablish certain things too. See, Whispers, I find that so many couples don't even have the discussion when it comes to finances. When things take place, there is this is where we can see breaking points. Because see that that privacy that goes in there and there's that snooping and everything and all of a sudden you find out they got this secret account. What is that? You don't want that. So those are little things we got to be willing to talk about. You want to make sure that your boundaries are ones that align with you and your partner's core value. And so many times finances, children, and dealing with in-laws and major are major areas that need clear boundaries and to be established. I have to really honestly tell you that. So let me just make you guys laugh. As I was saying, like, you know, setting boundaries with family and all this other thing in that space, right? Um, so my dear husband came into a family that is really family. <laughs> Um, we are in each other's lives, I say 10,000% plus. And that was something he by far wasn't, you know, accustomed to. But prior to us getting together, I was very transparent about things and how I am always with my family, how I really am family-oriented. My mom was like, she was my light. You know, she was just my flower. She, she just was like, this woman was just awesome. My mother is just was an awesome person. And um, my dad had already passed, passed away. So, you know, it was really like everything centered around the matriarch of our family. And so, you know, when he said, you know, we was interested and we're talking and everything, I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like a, a package deal, you know. And he was like, what? But I don't think sometimes people understand what you mean by that. (laughs) But needless to say, he really got on board and, you know, he just was like totally absorbed in my family and into the way that we are. And his family became my family and I, I love his family dearly. And his mom and dad, I just think are just awesome. And it doesn't mean that we always agree on every little thing, but it doesn't mean that we're not family. But, see, we do have clear boundaries as well. And certain things that we accept, certain things we don't accept. And my mother was a huge part of our life. And even as, like I told you all, being my business manager and even certain ways that she helped manage our home and different things that we needed because of what I do and my position, my job and everything and how we move around and different things. She was such an asset to us. So we needed to have real discussion. And those discussions had to take place before, during, constantly during. And then when my mom suddenly died last year, we had to have these discussions ongoing because our lives pivoted, changed. So that what it's required of you all is to really know how to address your boundaries and to know when it's time to even pivot and change the boundaries. 
Sometimes that goal line is moved a little bit, but it doesn't mean that you're not headed towards it. It just means that it's a little further back than what you expected. But see, as a partnership, you all are always trying to be on the same pathway. And I don't like the word trying. I like doing. You see, we don't try anything. We do. Because, see, when you try things, that gives you leeway to be making a mistake and not really giving your all. But, see, when we're doing, that means that we're putting it into place, putting it into practice, and means that we are working on making it solidified. Whew. Powerful things. Powerful. That's why I told you this discussion, discussion is necessary. Each discussion that we're having in this segment in Season 5 are building blocks to the success of your relationships. Be you married, be you in a relationship that you're, you know, thinking about heading towards marriage or you're long-term dating or whatever you're doing in your life, this is what we're building on in these discussions. So it would behoove you to start really taking serious note of what is lacking and what needs to be strengthened. And this is one area that I can tell you constantly comes back in to rotation every time I'm working with a client or when I'm working with clients that are moving forward in their lives to be ready to go into the next relationship. These are the areas that we see are the weakest. Not setting clear boundaries. <laughs> see, whispers, understanding what a boundary looks like is just one part of our puzzle. We now have to be willing to set and respect boundaries with your partner as well as with yourself. So I'm going to give you four ways you can start to set clear boundaries and still build on your relationships. So this is at the 332 mark. So the first way is this, and we've touched on it in this beginning part of our discussion already, is using clear communication. And it's always going to come back to this factor right here. And see, what you all don't understand is that if you don't know how to have clear communication, how do you establish a boundary? So that means that you got to spend time identifying what is important to you in your relationship, in your life. Once you've identified those specific boundaries, use clear language. And when discussing them with your partner, sit down with your partner to discuss your values, your express your needs, you, what you need from them, what they need from you, how you all can meet in the middle of the street, and even if there needs to be some flexibility placed into that boundary, that first key is that communication. Without it, you have nothing. You have nothing. So then after you do that, you both have to agree on the next key, which is this, setting clear consequences. Do you know there's a cause and effect for everything we do? There's a cause and effect for everything that we do. So once you and your partner have discussed your boundaries and have clear must and must nots in in place, you have to be clear about the consequences and um, and what they will look like, what they sound like, and the boundaries aren't respected by each other. If you don't respect the boundaries or what happens inside of it. Now, this is not like some childish little thing. I'm just going to tell you that. So don't go in here and start being this petty little person, small-minded person, because that's not what it is. You all are adults. You're grown-ups, but there's a cause and effect to everything. 
see, this is the thing. You both must be willing to follow through on the consequences of any boundaries or any violations. And if you aren't going to follow through, there's no real reason for you to really put any boundaries in place. None whatsoever. And I know you all are saying, what in the world could be the consequences that we could possibly set up? Well, you've got to make them fun. Or even a little restrictive even. But that's something that you and your partner have to be willing to discuss. Um, I have a client, and I asked her before I did this episode if it would be okay if I shared uh, the penalty of them, you know, breaking each other's boundary. And she was like, yeah, definitely, I please. So they have a boundary that they've put into place that each one have agreed to. So they said that if one of them either neglects or crosses the boundary with each other, um, the other one has to do one of the uh, household assignments or chores of the other person. And she said, now I'm going to make you laugh. She said, because um, I don't, I don't like to cook at all. And I have to cook for the week as well as clean the kitchen. And I was like, what? And she was like, yes. She said, but let's say it's the other side of the table where it's my husband. She said, now, I'm going to tell you, I love to do the laundry, like to do sheets. But she said, it's not just that I like to wash the sheets. She said, my top sheets, I love to have them pressed. I press them or I steam them. And she said, and that's what I make him do. (laughs) And I was like, I love it. I absolutely love it. And they said they honor it. They even, you know, they laugh about it. And it's just one of those things that that's the penalty and the consequence. But they follow through on it. But you see, they've made it fun even, even though it's something that she can't stand is that cooking and doing the kitchen, she still has to do it for a week and he has to do that laundry for a week. But if it's just on her side of the table, like she said, sometimes, you know, it's just on your side and you get stuck with doing that one chore plus what you normally do. So she said, you got it on you, like you got to do the cooking and your normal laundry or whatever, you know, she said, "It's, it's what you have to do. But see, they respect each other to put that in there, and they respect that boundary and the consequence that comes along with breaking the boundaries in the relationship. But they've also learned how to make it fun, what the penalty is. Another client, another good friend of ours states that, you know, the penalty is that he's got to take her to her favorite beauty store, and she gets to pick out uh, seven products that she likes and she has to take him to his favorite store and he gets to pick out seven products I said well you hit her in her pocket he said yeah I hit her in the pocket but she also hits me in mine so we we even Steven but see they they've come to have this great set of boundaries and restrictions and what it is the consequence if you you do certain things so really look at your relationships and the boundaries that you have in place, and what are the consequences and what are the cause and effects, because you all are dynamic people, and you earn the respect of each other, but the love of each other, you want to keep blossoming and growing in such a beautiful way. So this is really necessary. Your third master key is this. And it's always going to come back to certain keys that you're going to need as you build on certain aspects that you put in your relationships. And that is take responsibility. Oh, yes. Remember, everything you do, everything you say has a natural consequence. There's a cause and effect. Whether it's positive or negative. I always tell my little one, there is a cause and effect for everything that we do in our lives. 
So there is a cause and effect. And even I'm teaching that to my little one who's learning about boundaries. And no matter if it's good or bad, so how much so wouldn't this be the effect in our relationship? You have to understand and take accountability for the action or lack of action that you have. And for the way you speak, the way you don't speak, the way you won't do, or the way you will do. We aren't perfect. And we are going to make mistakes. But it's how we own up to those mistakes that keep us growing, keep us connected, and keep us bonded to the people that love us the hardest and the deepest. See, when we start to really look at this in a different way and having that bird's eye view, see, that's why a lot of times people always say, do you fly with pigeons or do you fly with eagles? Because the eagles have a real view. They are soaring up high, so they look down upon things, and they see for miles. They have a clear view of things. And so in turn, when we are doing that in our relationship, are we willing to sit on a wire or are we willing to soar above so we can really see the essence, and what is needed inside of our relationship. Now let that just kind of vibrate at that decimal for you. I'm not going to go any further than that point right there with taking responsibility because, see, I want you to really let that fester so you can really get it. So your last master key is this. Ask for help. Oh, yeah, you heard me very clear. See, a lot of times you struggle and you may struggle and you got all this friction and the noise is so loud and you both are just kind of clashing like symbols. And sometimes you need help so you can get the clarity and the right rhythm to start. And see, a lot of times I like to really use the example of people who are just learning how to play an instrument. When they first pick it up, you ever go and you hear your child when they first go to music, go to school, and they decide that they want to join the band or the orchestra. And they bring the instrument home, like, oh, Lord. You know, and you pray to yourself, like, what, there's got to be noise-canceling earphones somewhere. You know, there's got to be. Well, it's the same thing. It's all the noise that starts to happen and all the fussing and the disagreements and you can't see eye to eye and everything is just chaotic. But sometimes you have to pause and you have to ask for help. And that help can come from a professional like myself. Or that help can come from someone that you trust in your church or someone that you trust that is a trusted uh, a family member or friend who has had longevity in their marriage and they can aid and direct you in certain ways. But see, professionals, we are not biased. We don't know you. We don't know her. We don't take the sides of a person. We hear you out clearly. And that's why a lot of times I encourage you to ask a professional for help. And then on top of it, we have tools and resources that we're going to give you and we're going to help you to work through certain areas that will benefit you on your side that you have certain things that you struggle with, but the door is open on the other side of the table, but they don't have this part connected for you. So we can see that and we can start to balance your scales. So now when you speak to each other, you're hearing and listening. See, we hear, but are we listening? The skill of listening 
has become something that is lost. So when we talk about boundaries, it requires that you listen. You see, whispers, boundaries aren't the end to your relationship, but they most definitely are the beginning of a healthy relationship. And boundaries are there to be a safeguard and clear GPS for us to know when, where, and how to get to a positive destination of a happy, long-lasting relationship. See, I can't stress enough how important this discussion is and why you need to start looking at your GPS and seeing where are the dead ends, where are the detours, and where did the roads stop. So you can get clarity. Because, see, you want to make it to your destination. And you want to make it with your partner intact. Whispers, you know, I love having these discussions because it might be difficult for a few of you to even try and have your partner hear certain things and even trying to reestablish or establish boundaries. But this is a great starting point. Plus, it gives you a clear direction on how to do it, too. And... You know, I can't believe how quick our time goes together because these discussions are ones that are, like, necessary. And so many times when I get to come in and I'm sitting here, my time goes so quick because I start thinking and bringing in other elements that I feel that will enhance this discussion because these are the things that need to be said and stated. Because, see, our relationships are valuable. We don't just go, you know, well, today I'll I'll marry you today, but, you know, so what? I'll divorce you eventually anyway. And if that is the idea that you have, guess what? Stop. Stop. Marriage is not some game. Marriage is not for the faint of heart. Marriage is not something that you go into lightly. You take a vow, and when you take a vow, that is something serious. So vow to set clear boundaries. You'll thank yourself in the long run. So, you know, I could go on for hours and hours, (laughs) but, you know, I always encourage you all to please Join me off of the radio. Connect with me off the radio. I am on Instagram. You can find me at whispersinabottle underscore podcast. Don't forget, we do have our Facebook group, which is going to be active. We're going to be doing some great things over there coming March. So really get on the newsletter because I got some things that are coming for March. And I think we're going to have a good time and I got some real great things that are building out. So you can join us on Facebook at Whisper in a Bottle. Instagram is Whisper in a Bottle, Whispers in a Bottle underscore podcast. Our Twitter page is capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S capital B-O-T-T-L-E. And don't forget, do not forget to come back next week It's getting better and better each episode. I'm telling you, these episodes for season five are fire. And the other thing is, don't be afraid to share them with others that may need to hear these discussions. Because, see, sharing is caring. And sometimes we need people to really hear certain things. And sometimes our mates need to hear certain conversations that are being had. So don't be afraid to share them. And don't forget that um, to subscribe to the newsletter 
and join me on Clubhouse. I'm telling you, I'm having some powerful discussions over there, and we're having a great time. And I'm over there every other Tuesday in Authentic Love Academy at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, I have a room that I really am teaching and discussing with my partner in there, Joy Ruffin, uh, with regards to podcasting. So if you're interested in learning how to be a podcaster, join me every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then I discuss all things fashion on Thursday night at 6 p.m. in the League of Leading Ladies. So I got a lot of stuff going on. And even as far as it goes with my Instagram page for the company, for La Paz Image Consultants, um, I have uh, Hey Sonia, What's in a Beauty Bag? That's uh, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So really, come and follow me. I got a lot of stuff going on, and I really want to pour into you all. And these episodes are just everything. So you guys, have a great weekend. My name is Sonia Loray. I'm a lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. And I have truly enjoyed building boundaries with you today. Please be safe, everyone, and take care. You have been listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays with your host, Sonia Loray. Lifestyle, relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Please make sure that you review our show. Like, share, and make sure you come back next Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.blogtalkradio.com slash whispers in a bottle. Have a great weekend. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.